In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Christos Anesti, Christ is risen. Today is the third Sunday of the Holy 50 Days, and the theme of the Gospels during the Holy 50 Days are all centered on the idea of Christ the Bridegroom, Christ the Bridegroom, who is always present in our midst. That's why a lot of the Gospels, Christ like last in the, in the Gospel of uh, Thomas Sunday, he appeared to them. Christ was uh, in their midst even the, after the resurrection. And every Sunday, the church is revealing to us dis- different aspects of Christ the Bridegroom. In the famous, like, the I am expressions of the Lord. Last week it was, I am the bread of life. And today the Lord proclaims to the Samaritan woman, I am the living water. And through our Lord's dialogue with the Samaritan woman, what he did through this dialogue, through 42 verses or Haggakedah, is that he established a relationship with this woman. And the Samaritan woman, she realized that there was something special about the Lord. She recognized the person that she was speaking to was the fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecy. She realized that you are greater than our father Jacob. She realized that she was speaking to the Messiah. And I feel the gospel and the readings of today are teaching us how to start a relationship with the Lord. So today we want to be like the Samaritan woman. And at the beginning of the gospel, she didn't know anything about the Lord. But by the end of the gospel... She turned to be the first evangelist of the gospel. So how can we start a relationship with the Lord? How can we start a relationship with the Lord? I see three things in the gospel of today that we can do to start or revive or rekindle our relationship with God. The first thing that we we must do is to start a relationship by meeting the Lord at the well. Meeting the Lord by the well. If you think about some of the greatest relationships in the Bible, they all started at at a well. The servant Abraham, he sent his servant Eleazar and he met Rebekah by the well. Jacob, he met his wife by the well. Moses met his wife Zipporah by the well. And after these encounters at the well, the life of these women, they changed forever. They found their bridegroom, and they found the one in whom their soul delights. And similarly, the Samaritan woman, she found the true bridegroom. And that's why I think the conversation that the Lord had with the Samaritan woman, where did it quickly go to? Go call your... Husband, go call your husband. As if the Lord wanted to say to her, I am asking for your hand. I want to have a relationship with you. I am the true bridegroom. And if you look at this gospel, this gospel, like it comes, it's chapter 4 in the gospel of John. If you go to chapter 3, of the Gospel of John, and you hear how St. John 
speaks about the Lord Jesus Christ. How does St. John speak about the Lord Jesus Christ? Only the Gospel of John records this detail about what, how St. John the Baptist, what he, call, like what he says about the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, He who has the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is fulfilled. So I see that John chapter 3 had this idea of the bridegroom, and it sets us up for John chapter 4, where we see the bridegroom in action. We see the Lord going to seek and save that which was lost. And actually, all of the Samaritans, all of the Samaritans, the whole ethno-religious group was lost. They were lost. And they were worshipping God that they did not know. They were worshipping a God that they did not know. And Christ came to bring this whole group of people back to Him through the Samaritan woman. But the Samaritan woman, she was like very lost. She was very lost. In the Gospel times, in the context of the Gospel, it was men who decided the issue of, of marriage and Divorce, not women. So if a woman had five husbands, that must mean that she was rejected five times. She was rejected five times. And it seems that she was not only rejected by men, but she was also rejected by society. And that's why many believe she was coming to the well at the hottest part of the day. To avoid, to avoid interactions with everyone. But be, despite being rejected by all, the beautiful thing is that Christ accepted her. And even the disciples, like even the disciples, they were so shocked that Christ accepted her. It's like he, they marveled that he was speaking to, to a woman. And sometimes I feel like we are like the disciples. Sometimes I feel like we're like the disciples. We reject the ones that Christ accepts. Yanni, one thing I often hear from people is how they feel rejected in the church. They feel no one cares for them. They feel excluded by others. And it's not because they are sinners or because they're dangerous. It's just because Yanni, they're a little different. Maybe they have a different personality or whatever. And it's not just a kid, a kid thing. Like, this is not just about kids. Yani, kids do this, but they learn this like terrible practice from their parents. And what makes this practice even worse is that oftentimes we conceal hatred. We conceal hatred for others under the pretense that we just have different personalities. So we exclude people and say, they have different personalities. They have different, they have different ways of, of being. And we say things like, we're not compatible. And I feel like this type of talk, this type of talk is actually secular talk. So don't bring a secular talk attack into the church. Because this is not the Christian way of thing, of, of being. This is not the Christian way of speaking. You can, you, I know you are not compatible with people outside the church. 
That's okay. You can be not compatible with people outside the church. But to be inside the church, to be in the body of Christ and say, I am not compatible or there is incompatibility, that means there is incompatibility in the body of Christ. And if you're saying there's incompatibility in the body of Christ, perhaps there's something wrong with you. (laughs) We can have different personalities. We can have a lot of different things, but our personality should not make us incompatible. We have incompatibility, maybe because of my pride, maybe because of my envy, maybe because of hatred, maybe because of my weakness. That's why we have incompatibility. But we often, and that's why we often reject those whom the Lord accepted. And this is against the message of the gospel of today, and this is against scripture. And that's why the Catholic epistle of today, look at what it says. He says, St. John in in the epistle today, he says, we know that we have passed from death to life. How do we know we've passed from death to life? Because we love the brethren. Because we love the brethren. He who does not love his brother abides in death. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. So the person that is rejecting, the person that is excluding the one who Christ is accepting, we need to check ourselves. And to the person who feels rejected, maybe the person feels rejected, recognize that Christ has accepted you. And this acceptance is more than the acceptance of anyone else. Because Christ is the one who gives living water. What Christ provides can quench our thirst more than anything else in the world. So you don't need anyone or anyone else to accept you. You know, one of the things is, I told you, the relationship has to start at the... The well. The well represents our necessities. It represents our necessities. The necessities that we need to live. I need water to to live. And it is when we really consider what we need. Like consider what we really need. When we are honest with ourselves. We will realize that our necessities cannot be met with earthly things. You can have the career, you can have the relationship, you can have everything, but then there can be still something lacking. There is still something I need, and this water will not quench my thirst. Our Lord said, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water I shall give him, the water I shall give him will become a fountain of living water springing up into everlasting life. Start your relationship by thinking about your necessities. What do you need? And you will find that you need the living water. Number two, start a relationship with the Lord by by giving, by giving. All the marriage stories that I spoke to you about earlier, they all started by 
giving. When the servant of Abraham went to find the wife, he said this beautiful prayer. Then he said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, please give me success this day and show kindness to my master Abraham. Behold, here I stand by the well of water and the daughters of the men of the city are coming to draw water. Now let it be that the young woman to whom I say, please let down your pitcher that I may drink. And she says, drink and I will give your camels a drink, let her be the one you have appointed for your servant Isaac. The one who will be the bride. If you want to be the bride of Christ, you need to be giving, giving. The Lord, he asked for water. He said, give me a drink, I'm thirsty. But he offered to give living water. If the Samaritan woman did not have a giving heart, he, she could have walked away from the conversation. But it seems that Christ like drew her in just a little bit. He said, I'll give you the living water. So she, was, she wanted to give him a drink. And that's why she said, sir, I want to give you a drink, but you have nothing to draw with. And the well is deep. So where can you get the living water? I want to help you. And because she was giving, I feel the Lord wanted to give her the living water. And this is the secret that I want to share with you, is that when you give, you will actually receive. When you give, you, are, you will actually receive. Many people, they think when they give, like if I give you $100, so I give you $100, and I am... Minus a hundred dollars. But that's not the way giving works in the church. When we give to others, when we give to God, when we give to the church, God blesses us with more. I was reading something beautiful the other day. You know the Sea of Galilee is here in the north, connected by Jordan River. And then there is the Dead Sea. So, Sea of Galilee, Jordan River, Dead Sea. Sea of Galilee full of fish. And the disciples, they left the fish in the Sea of Galilee. The Dead Sea is dead. It's dead. Why is the Sea of Galilee full of fish and the Dead Sea dead? The Sea, the, the Dead Sea, all it does is Take, 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 take. The Sea of Galilee, water comes in and water leaves. It gives. And I think this image is a great parable for us to give. If we always take, 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 we are going to be dead, dead. And that's why Anahasis Dinyadi is dead. Because everyone now is so materialistic. All we want to do is take, 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 take. And nobody wants to give, give, give. But the secret to life is to... The secret to life is to give. This is the secret to life. In the Catholic epistle it says, Whoever has this world's goods, who has this world's goods, and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? How does the love of God abide in him? We need to be more giving. One way to be giving is to forsake our own comfort. This is the Hatelga Shwaya. 
To be giving is to forsake our own comfort for others. The Lord Jesus Christ, He was thirsty, was He not? He was thirsty. And even though He was thirsty, even though He was thirsty, we never read in this Gospel that anyone gave Him water. Why don't you take a little... His priorities were about giving living water. And so he gave up his rights and even his own comfort for the kingdom. To expand the kingdom. To win the Samaritan woman. And same with St. Paul. St. Paul, he gave up his rights to be supported by the gospel. Even though he... I mean, why not? St. Paul, you're working. Why don't you be supported by your ministry? He says, no, I'm going to give up my comfort. Why will I give up my comfort? For the sake of love. For the sake of the gospel. So each one, giving, we should give even till it hurts a little. And it hurts our comfort. The last thing about... Uh, yeah, yeah. The last thing about relationship is that when we start a relationship, we have to forget what's in the past. You can't start a new relationship while you're still dating or you're in a relationship with someone else. And the Pauline epistle speaks a lot about this. It says, therefore, put to death, Yanni, look at the comparison. Look at the comparison in the Pauline epistle today from Colossians. It says, therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, covetousness, idolatry, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds. And now you have put on a new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. And then St. Paul, he continues, he says, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, what's the difference? He says, put on tender mercies, kindness. Meekness, humility, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so also you must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. Put on love. Into you want to Isha, you want to live in passion, evil desire, covenant, anger, wrath, malice, out of that. Or do you want to live in kindness, humility, meekness, long suffering? So much that better. The gospel of today is about starting a relationship with the Lord. To start a relationship, we need to meet Him at the well. We need to be. Giving, and we need to forget all the stuff in the past, all the sins of the past, so we can start a new relationship with the Lord. And glory be to God forever. Amen.